Welcome to episode 195 of This Week in Marketing. I'm your host, Sajid, and today I will be going over the digital marketing updates from the week of January 15th through 19, 2024. First up, we're going to talk about um, how to transfer your domains uh, without affecting your SEO. Okay, uh, this was a question that was uh, raised by someone to... Uh, Actually, this was a question raised to John Mueller during the most recent episode of uh, Googlebot, uh, Ask Me Anything. And there, Mueller emphasized the importance of keep remo- either removing or updating the old website, keeping both the old and the new sites live with conflicting information can confuse users and harm SEO. Inconsistent details such as business, uh, different business hours or addresses are on both sites can frustrate customers and make it challenging for search engines to ing- index and rank pages correctly. To ensure a smooth transition, Mueller suggests implementing redirects from the old site to the new one. This approach aids users in finding correct website and helps search engines transfer any existing signals to the new domain, potentially boosting its standing. Mueller recommends getting help from a web developer or hosting provider to implement the redirects properly and suggests keeping them in place for at least one year. Remember, this is key, at least one year. Redirects are crucial when transitioning from one website domain to a new one. They ensure users uh, who visit the website, old website domain are automatically forwarded to the new domain and pass on the value of links pointing to the old domain to the new domain. This link equity transfer is vital for the new website to to retain its search engine ranking. If the redirects to a new domain are not possible, Mueller suggests updating the old website with a new notice alerting visitors that the content has moved to a new domain. If that cannot be done, take down the old site completely. He assures that the new site won't be penalized by search engines for outdated content on the old domain. However, both the old and new websites may still appear in search for a while, which may need clarification for users. After making the transition, it is important to monitor the process closely, use analytics software to check that redirects function correctly and the traffic is sent to the right places. Keep an eye on your search engine ranking to catch any unexpected dips that might indicate a problem with the transition. Informing users about the change through emails, social media, and website announcements is also crucial. Hope this answers your question about moving from one domain to another domain, uh, changing completely URL links, things like that. With that, let's jump into the next update where Google's, again, John Mueller has provided clarity on the use of index follow meta tag. Now, what is a meta tag? It's an HTML meta element that communicates metadata to machine-readable information to crawlers like Googlebot. Right. And this is something you and I do not see on the when we look at a web page, but it's there in the HTML source code for Googlebot or Bingbot to look and see how they should uh, deal with this uh, page, the content of the page. Now, there is a meta tag called no index, no follow, and that's basically a signal telling Googlebot, hey, do not index the content of this page, do not follow the links on this page. Now, somehow, somewhere along the lines, you know, this whole new um, meta tag has evolved where it says index, comma, follow, and Google's John Miller has clarified and basically said, look, this is absolute BS. There is no such thing called index comma follow. A lot of people, SEO professionals are using it. However, you know, we don't we don't follow it. It doesn't make any sense to us. 
and he provided the links to the two documentation where they said that links are the tags that Google is going to follow. So what it comes down to is, and what he's saying is that, look, Google by default is going to uh, index and follow the links on a page because that's his job. And by Google, I mean Googlebot. However, unless you use no index, no follow. Where did this index follow start? He doesn't know, but he says you could even create something like best top cheese uh, meta tag. That does not mean Google is going to you know, rank you or give you any credit for best top cheese. It's just that it's going to throw off someone else, maybe a competitor who is like, you know, spying on you. Now, along the same lines, Bing does follow, inde- has, and Bing by Bing bot does follow index uh, or does have something similar, index comma follow. There is a link to the Bing documentation. I shall not go into it right now, but what Mueller is saying that, look, if you really want to use special tags, follow what Google advises and pick what works best for you or what is close to what you are trying to do, and we will uh honored that other than that anything else that's not on those links or documentation is doesn't make any sense next up the question came out okay was uh what about move changing a domain from dub dub to non dub dub on search rankings right so basically say we we are www.marketandgrow.com and which is our website and what if we change to marketandgrow.com is this going to affect our uh, affect our website ranking uh According to Mueller, it should not significantly affect the website's ranking. He suggested that Google is adept at recognizing such changes and that rankings are unlikely to suffer substantially as a result. This response came after a query about a large site that changed its domain URL to remove the dub 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 and implemented a 301 redirect via user agent Mozilla. The site owner noticed a worsening impact over time, leading to concerns about Google recognition of this 301 redirect. Mueller claimed that the server-side redirects like 301 do not use user agents, indicating a possible misunderstanding in the implementation. He emphasized that changing the dub 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 to non-dub dub dub Uh, does not really change much in terms of SEO. If a website is experiencing significant changes in ranking, it is likely due to other factors. This is where, folks, you need to work with a trusted SEO professional. Trusted, knowledgeable, expert professional, I might add. Okay, with that, let's jump into the next one, which is the importance of Text placement over images. Uh, this is something uh, was a primary concern raised was whether Google can effectively read and understand text that is embedded within images. The consensus is that for optimal SEO, it is ensured that key text is not confined within, within an image. While Google has made advancement in image recognition and can understand some text within images, relying solely on this method is not advisable for critical content. John Mueller from Google responded to the ready thread suggesting a pragmatic approach. He advised considering whether the text within the image is a repetition of the text already presented on the page like, like a company name or address, or if it's unique and substantial content that would be missing if the images were not there. If the text is important and unique to the page, it's better to have it as a real text rather than embedded in an image. For a business owner, this means that while designing your website, it's crucial to ensure that your important text, especially content that you want to rank for in search engine, is placed as actual text on the page and not within images. In cases where text must be part of an image for design purposes, 
using alt tags on images can help Google understand the image and the text it contains. Alt tags provide a text alternative for search engines, which is useful for both SEO and accessibility. That's key. By the way, uh, this is this next update, which is Google has new rules for bulk senders starting next month. This applies to anyone who's sending more than 5,000 emails per day to Gmail addresses. However, I would say it, even if you're sending five emails per month or five emails per day, you should follow this advice because this is important so that no one can uh, use your domain or email address to send spam. Okay, so the things you need to know about are SPF records, DKIM records, and DMARC records. Now, if these are three, uh, if these three acronyms are going over your head and you are getting worried, I would say you should work with someone reputable who understands and set up your email marketing as well as your email domain properly because this is going to be key going forward in uh, February 2024. Okay, the other thing you need to know about is Google is asking if you say mass email, you need to have one click unsubscribe. Uh, their bulk senders must stay under a clear spam threshold set by Google, exceeding this limit risks having emails filtered as spam. Okay, uh, with that, let's jump into the next update, which is on the LinkedIn front. LinkedIn introduces new sponsored post option for enhanced lead generation. Um, and then with this new feature, when a company page posts an article on LinkedIn, page admins will have the option to promote it. This promotion includes the ability to call to action buttons such as unlock article, which re requires users sign up to access full content. This functionality not only enhances lead generation within the app, but also offers a more direct method to measure response and optimize content performance on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is currently developing this option and plans to integrate additional post amplification and CTA options over time. This expansion could even eventually facilitate more customer connection process processes while simultaneously incentivizing businesses to maintain active posting on LinkedIn, thereby boosting platform usage. Okay, next up is YouTube's upcoming thumbnail A-B testing. We... On January 18, 2024, YouTube announced an upcoming feature that could significantly impact how creators optimize their content performance. I believe we kind of talked about A-B testing of YouTube thumbnails back in 2023 when it was kind of talked about. So now... Uh, if you haven't remember, if you don't remember that, what this new thumbnail option testing will allow creators to upload three different thumbnail variations for each video and run competitive tests for up to two weeks. This feature will enable creators to determine which thumbnail is most effective at grabbing viewers' attention, thereby potentially improving video engagement. If you ask me, this is amazing. And there used to be, or probably there still is a software or tool, third-party tool that was charging like about 50 plus dollars a month to do this. And now YouTube is going to let you do it for free. Last up, uh, TikTok has basically released a guide, a comprehensive guide on optimizing ad campaigns, particularly focusing on ad bidding strategies. Uh, this appears to be a valuable resource for business owners looking to enhance their promotional performance on platform. It's a 13-page guide. Uh, it offers insights into various bidding options, strategic approaches, and enriched with case studies, data-backed notes, and more. Uh, it's designed to help advertisers understand how to structure their ad accounts for maximum efficiency, provide key guidance on common best practices in TikTok advertising. If you are interested in reviewing this guide, the link to the direct download is on our show notes. You don't have to sign up. Just click on that link. It will download the guide. It's a PDF. Enjoy. With that, folks, that's it. 
for this week in marketing. This is your host Sajid signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye.